0: Buying a home is an important milestone. Find the right realtor and the right listings for your needs at todayshomebc.com, powered by Black Press Media. With easy-to-use search filters and direct links to realtors and their websites, you'll get all the information you need to find your perfect home. Search hundreds of local listings and get access to the top real estate professionals to help you find your perfect property. Get started now at todayshomebc.com.
1: Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi everyone, welcome to PQ Beat. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. Policing is always a hot topic for any community, so here today to talk about that as well as his own new role, we welcome Sergeant Shane Worth, Operations Support NCO for the Oceanside RCMP detachment. Shane, thanks so much for joining us today. Pleasure to be here, Philip. Thank you. Let's hop right into it. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Where did you grow up and go to school?
2: Well, I grew up in Squamish. I went to elementary school and high school in Squamish. And uh, when I graduated high school, I went to uh, Simon Fraser University in Burnaby and took criminology and psychology degree.
1: So at what point along the way did you decide you wanted to become a police officer? And how did you get into it from there?
2: My father was a career firefighter and my mother worked for the RCMP for for 30 plus years in Squamish and so I was exposed to a lot of that growing up and those first responder type jobs so I was was attracted to that and the variety of it. A lot of my mom's friends were police officers and they were very encouraging about the career and and to me it looked like an exciting career and And it looked exciting, and uh, I got to go on a few ride-alongs in town. Back in the day, in a small town, police officers would take you out for the evening, and I was fascinated by it. And so I decided, I think probably by the end of high school, that's what I wanted to do.
1: What was the best piece of advice your mom ever gave you? Keep your eyes and ears open and your mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Were you stationed anywhere else before you came to Oceanside RCMP Detachment? Yep.
2: bit of a different background than maybe most RCMP officers. When I was about to graduate university, I had to decide, you know, which police force to, to join. And at the time, I wasn't certain, you know, which police force I wanted to join. My intentions at the time were to join Vancouver Police Department. I didn't. I ended up joining West Vancouver Police Department. They were advertising and looking for police officers and it was close to home. Out of university, I joined with West Van Police and Did my police training at Justice Institute of BC, worked in West Van for three years. Around that time, in the early 2000s, the RCMP were looking for lateral police officers from other police agencies. I was intrigued and they were advertising and patched over to the RCMP in January 2001. From there, my first posting was in Surrey. So I worked in Surrey for almost nine years and did a variety of jobs there. I was uh, frontline policing, a road supervisor, and I also did a couple of years uh, doing professional standards in Surrey. After Surrey, I wanted to come to the island, so I was told that I would have to go to a smaller place first. I was lucky enough to get a transfer to Quadra Island, and I was a attachment commander there for four and a half years. From Quadra Island, I went to Nanaimo, and I spent four years in Nanaimo, frontline policing and plain clothes there for a couple of years, and then from there, I went to Comox Was a watch commander in Comox. I was there for about three years, and then I came here.
1: What are some of the differences in terms of policing in the various communities you've been stationed in? Obviously, there has to be a, a rather big difference from Quadra Island to Surrey.
2: There are two things that struck me when I got to Quadra. I mean, I remember the first night I started, I was working, but the, the fire department Christmas party was on. And we went to the local pub just to say hello and where the party was. And everybody was asking me where I lived, whose house I was in, and all these personal questions about me that nobody in Surrey would ever ask a police officer. That was very different, that people were, were curious to know about who the local police officer is and what they like and where they're from and where they're living. That part was very different from going from one of the biggest attachments in the country to one of the smallest, and also that... When you go from the biggest detachment in the country to one of the smallest in the country, you realize how much administrative support you have from everybody else that's helping you out in that big detachment. In the small detachment, you and the other two people that are working there, are three people, are responsible for everything. So you learn a lot administratively and organizationally about what is happening and what needs to happen to make everything work day to day. You know, in a, in a big detachment, You go do your police work, and you go home after your shift. In a small detachment, you know, you have to make sure that bills are being paid, that plans are being made, that all these other things that you don't think about are being done. Did you learn
1: a lot on Quadra Island?
2: Oh, yeah. I learned a lot about the organization and how the organization runs, how government runs, how politics run, how communities run. (laughs) You learn a lot about your organization when you have to do everything. I've only been at Oceanside for a couple of months, but I can say right now, Quadra Island was the best posting I've had. It's a great spot to be, Great, and it was a great community to be in.
1: Overall, how would you say things have changed in the time that you've been a member?
2: Society's asking a lot more of the police. They're asking for us to solve a lot more problems for them. Our traditional sort of police work, as it were, you know, catching someone who, who broke into a house or, or catching someone who stole a bike or speeding or... Those enforcement activities are being taken up now with a lot of social problems and, and drug problems and addiction problems and mental health problems. That is taking up a bigger portion of our job now than than ever. I've seen that change probably in the last you know 10 to
1: 12 years. What would you say is the best or the most rewarding part of your job?
2: We all know as police officers we're making a difference and we're helping when you get those... Thank yous from people when you invest a lot of time in a case and see that case come to a conclusion where you've identified somebody, you know, they've been held to account by the justice system. It's rewarding. And when a victim is thankful for the work that you did in this role now, I get these odd Email thank yous from people, just, hey, thanks to that officer who stopped me last night to let me know my headlights were out. Those little things, it makes you realize and understand that, you know, people do understand our job and what we're trying to do and and just trying to keep people safe and, and have a safe community. Getting those small little thanks
1: is the reward. And it's obviously a tremendously difficult job at times. What would you say is the most difficult part of that?
2: I think keeping up with the demands that society and people are putting on the police, it's very hard to keep up with the asks that we're getting to help the community and, and everything. For me, that is the biggest hurdle right now is dealing with all the asks that we have.
0: Buying a home is an important milestone. Find the right realtor and the right listings for your needs at today's homebc.com. Powered by Black Press Media. With easy-to-use search filters and direct links to realtors and their websites, you'll get all the information you need to find your perfect home. Search hundreds of local listings and get access to the top real estate professionals to help you find your perfect property. Get started now at todayshomebc.com.
1: You're currently in charge of media communications for your detachment. How important is communication in your industry?
2: It is important, 100%, it's important to communicate, you know, what the police are doing, what's happening in your community. The two things to that, we have to make sure that we get the right information, the correct information communicated. For example, I'm not on social media myself, but I understand social media. What is being tweeted or texted or shared on Facebook about a particular event in town may not be the most accurate information about what's actually happening. It's really hard for the place to be on top of what's happening in real time because we don't sometimes have the full story yet. You know, people may be tweeting about something that's happening, but we're still investigating. We're still collecting information. We're still talking to people. We still have evidence to collect. We're still maybe doing some follow-up somewhere else to get that information out. So You know, we don't want to communicate the wrong information. So I I think that sometimes that's why we get a delay. And what do the police have to say about what's going on? You know, we have to get the correct information out there. We're competing with so much information. And the other thing about communication is people want to know what's happening in their community. And we understand that. But sometimes what's happening down the street from you may not be your business Unless it concerns public safety, you know, sometimes we're not going to say anything about something that happened down the street because it was a a personal situation.
1: How would you describe the overall crime level in Parksville, Qualicum Beach? And are there any special challenges presented by the large geographical area that you patrol?
2: Well, I'll start off by saying that Parksville, Qualicum Compeach is a very safe area to live. Our crime levels are, are some of the lowest across the island, if not the province. You know, we do have crime um, like everywhere else. I would say it's just on a smaller scale. Everything happens everywhere. In terms of crime, you know, the biggest thing that we're dealing with is property crime. People are stealing things that they can easily sell, you know, for food, drugs, gas money to get by whatever in terms of crime it's, it's property crime it's small level stuff that's taken from backyards unlocked sheds cars the odd break-in recently it's important to say this is very timely uh, since January 1st as of last week we've had 12 catalytic converters stolen from vehicles we're actively working on that these types of crime going waves right and the, the wave right now that we're experiencing is catalytic converter thefts in the daytime and overnight anybody that's parking their vehicle in a commuter spot. You know, I'm thinking Memorial Ave on Highway 4 in Qualicum. Places like that in the daytime, that's where the, the thieves are going. For calls for service, we have a lot of traffic concerns and complaints from our residents about people's driving and speeding and tailgating and cell phone and impaired driving. A good portion of our
1: time is spent on traffic. Has the COVID-19 pandemic presented any unique challenges for your officers?
2: We have been called on to support other agencies in, in assisting with some of their enforcement or inspection protocols. We have been answering calls from the public about people not adhering to the provincial health orders, whether it be masking or vaccination status you know, things like that. And of course, you know, our our first response for those is just to educate, you know, what what the orders are and, and to get them to comply. We've been like every other workplace where we have our our protocols in place from our health and safety people, masking, vaccination statuses, hygiene, cleaning. You know, as everybody's aware in the province, it's been a bit of a wave. We have experienced that wave at our office where we have had a few people off with illness this week and last week. So we're managing that. Fortunately, it's just hit a very small portion of our office.
1: Do you have any funny or unique stories from your career that you could share?
2: Yeah, I know I did say Quadra Island was the best posting I've ever had, but I did have a what I'll call a, a mini posting. Uh, I was lucky enough in February 2009 to do um, a 30-day relief in Nunavut in February to a hamlet called Chesterfield Inlet. It was a two-person detachment. It was me and the other corporal. This is a really unique place to be. There's no office staff there. There's no janitor. There's nothing. It's just me and the other corporal, and I think there was a couple guards there. And then the police, like I said earlier about you know the demands that society is putting on the police. Well, there the police do everything, including doing driving tests. So I was sitting there just doing some paperwork, and a fellow rolled up in his pickup truck. <laughs> he came to the front counter, and he said he was here for his driving test. I kind of looked at him. I said, okay. And and the corporal said, well, yeah, go out and give him his driving test. And so I got the paperwork, got the clipboard, and went out and hopped into the truck and kind of asked him how he got here, drove himself. (laughs) So I asked the corporal beforehand, I said, well, how do I do this driving test? He says, well, just make sure he stops at all the stop signs and obeys the speed limit, right? So, I mean, it's snow and ice. There's not many roads. There's a few stop signs. He says, just take him out to the airport and back and make sure he knows how to drive well. And so we get into the truck. And we start driving away, and he lights up a cigarette, doesn't put a seatbelt on, and just starts <laughs> driving away and driving. And I was like, well, can you at least put your seatbelt on? <laughs> sure enough, he was a good driver, and he stopped at all the stop signs. And we came back and signed off on the paperwork, and the corporal said, don't worry, Shane. He said, uh, that driver's license is only good in of it, So <laughs> He won't be flying down to Ottawa and getting a rental car and driving around anywhere, so... It was a really fun community. It was a great experience. I, I don't know if I would go do it for two or three years. I'm not sure, but never say never, but it was a super cool experience. And, you know, where else would you get to go work? You wouldn't go on your own. You wouldn't just go for holidays. So it was really neat to be there.
1: Uh, that's a great story. Have you enjoyed the area here so far? And what do you like to do in your spare time?
2: I love living here. Um, it's even better now that I work here. I drove past that office, like I said to you guys lots of times and just wondering when do i get to work there so so finally i'm here and i'm enjoying it so far i love living here my spare time i like loved watching seahawks they're not in the playoffs this year but my other favorite team is so that'll be good i like to motorcycle riding before covid we went to europe and did a tour or a self-guided tour actually through the alps in switzerland and austria and italy and it was great the year after that, we did a bit of a off-road tour through Interior BC, a bit of adventure biking, which I'm still getting used to. It's a bit challenging, off-road. In the last year, we did the ferry from Port Hardy to Rupert, sort of on the tail end of the heat dome there. It was a beautiful ride. We had the 16 hours on the ferry up to Rupert and, and through all Highway 16 and back down.
1: Shane, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks very much for having me. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com.
0: Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device, so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know.